Hello and welcome to Kardashian It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jarrow. Hi, Marcy. How are you, friend? I'm good. I'm good. So good to catch up. It's so good to catch up. It's such a treat to see your face. Oh, I'm so sad that last week we recorded so early that we missed a lot of we knew it. news. We knew it, though. We have like, we have an ESP, I feel like, of knowing yeah. that it's going to be one of those weeks where we're going a little early and the winds. Chris Jenner is sending out a little smoke signal to right. TMZ from Calabasas I know. to Hollywood. It's like anytime we record like a couple days early, then it's going to be a big news week. Today, yeah. we're only like one day ahead. Yeah. Yes. So, but it's been nothing. It's been like I had cricket too that I'm nervous about in our little interim window. No, I think it's because they're trying to lay low. You think so? Oh yeah. I mean, they definitely went fucking nuts for Halloween, but we'll talk about that. Mm, um, but only in terms of like looks. Um, but we'll get to that. Um, what's new with you? How's your week? Okay. Well, we had Halloween. Yes. I did not do a thing. I worked not super late, and then. Came home and Nicole and I worked on our podcast. And then she insisted, my friend Nicole, the great Nicole Byer, Nicole Byer, she was like, let's go get a drink on Halloween, which I was like, I oh. don't think I would like to. Yeah, I don't think you would. I don't think I would <laughs> like to. We were, neither of us were dressed up, but she was like, let's go get a drink. I'll buy you a drink. And she's like, a very fun person. She's the most fun. I am such a curmudgeon. It's very funny that we're <laughs> such close friends. So she's like, let's go to this certain bar. Okay. This certain bar, I'm not going to tell on air because it's the bar that I was 86 from by my ex meth head oh, roommate. Oh my God, Marcy. Let's call it Bar Ban. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, let's go to Bar Ban. I haven't been there in so long and I'd love to go. And I was like, no, can we go anywhere else? And she was like, no, I want to go there. It'll be fine. I was like, that's where my ex subletter who the, smoked meth in my the house. Same story. Of and the then roommate. she's like, it'll be fine. So I'm like, okay, but if anything happens, you have to cause a scene. Like, that's <gasps> just it. And she's like, I promise. And I was like, I, I believe you. I believe her that if anything <laughs> happens, she would cause a scene. So we go to Bar Ban. And immediately I'm like, there she is. No. <laughs> Stop it. Behind the bar. <laughs> and Nicole oh my God, Marcy, was I'm like, terrified. would you like to leave? And I was like, mm. Nah, it's fine. Oh my I'm god, you're so brave. So we just go to the corner of the bar, and like people are like, it's not crowded in there because it's like no. not so late yet on Halloween, and it will weirdly just be empty there on nights that you yeah. like assume it will. Yeah, and and so there's like three women behind the bar, and then they're like, "I'll oh, we'll be there in a second and then she walks over, looks up, and like does like a half smile then sees and like does a double take and then just walks away <laughs> and uh so someone else comes to take our drink orders uh-huh. we order drinks uh and nicole's like i want another one and and she's like man the service is terrible here i was like because i've been banned <laughs> what did you expect You're like exactly the thing i told you but let me tell you nothing happened <gasps> you were not pulled out when she saw 400 pounds of women walk in <laughs> she was not about to start some shit like you know what i mean like Sorry. it's like 
It's like you're not about to start some <laughs> of shit. like the funniest, most like bitingly funny women that you've ever seen, and I'm no- and you know she knows both of you. It was just so funny because the uh. girl was like, "What service is terrible?" It's like, yeah, it's terrible because she definitely told them all the not service. She's like, "I don't want to kick them out, but just." be slow <laughs> <laughs> uh but it was fun i was like and i was like i don't know just kind of standing there not being antagonistic at all like not trying to make more eye contact or like doing anything because i'm i'm not that kind of person but i was just like huh we're not so tough are we Ooh, this is a really good update on this saga I mean, if you guys don't remember, about, I don't know, maybe seven or eight episodes ago, yeah. you can go find some. It's uh, really wild. Uh, yeah. This method roommate. Because someone was asking recently what episodes. I was like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Never- somebody, I forget. It was, it would have been like two months ago. Yeah. Maybe? Something like that. Yeah. I don't know, guys. It's in the description. If you read the descriptions, crazy. I started putting them in there. So it was crazy. Um, This is a great update. Uh, okay. Well, what's up with you? Ugh, nothing that exciting. <laughs> you didn't have a confrontation that turned into nothing no uh no i have had like i feel like nothing of great interest i'm very boring right now i was like uh i oh that's not true i went to uh i had no halloween spirit i didn't have the urge to really do much i didn't really want to dress up i went to a halloween party and did not put a lot of work into my costume i was just feeling like a bit speaking of curmudgeon like a bit of a halloween curmudgeon um and then like right at the end last the last week of um got the urge to like go do something halloweeny and found but uh, weirdly you think the week of halloween that like all those crazy mazes how it's like such a big thing that they would be open but like not scary i wanted to go to not scary farm that was closed on um, Monday and Tuesday leading up to Halloween. Oh, I would have gone. I would have told. So on the Tuesday before Halloween, I was like, I want to go to Not Scary Farm. I had a free night. Let's do it. And it was closed. And then it became this weird thing where like every maze, there's so many in LA and they, a lot of them are closed. Do you think it just shuts down after the last weekend of October? Yeah, I think it's the weekends and then just Halloween. Okay. But I was like, what about people? So the clo- I like went on a like scavenger hunt to try to find, found this one called what was it called? Ring of Terror, I think. Reign of Terror? Ooh. Reign of Terror. Deep. I thought it was Sherman Oaks. It was Thousand Oh, that's a good Big hour difference. 40, right? A little. It was like a little over hour. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like actually very close to Calabasas. <gasps> drove right through Calabasas. Oh, wow. Um, And it was like an amazing. It was this in like a, it was way further than I thought. It was in like a strip mall. It, one of the craziest feelings where you're just like driving into suburban California. Yeah. It starts getting really like you know, it just is like this isn't like where I live at so all. So different. So it looked so different. And I was like and I hadn't done a lot of research because I didn't think it was that far. And I didn't go alone, by the way. I went with people. I made it sound like I drove alone. Um, I'm a freak. <laughs> which I'm is fine. Freak who? Yeah. <laughs> but then it was in a mall and it was like, it, it was so fun. It was like one of the, like those great discoveries. It's like if you find like a great restaurant in a weird strip mall or something where you just like, you're wait, we're like waiting in line. And I was like, I don't know. This feels weird. This, I don't know. I went in and it was like, the highest quality production value. I, I truly that thing where you're like, oh, these are like set, fancy set designers. And the way it works is it's like instead of like at um, 
lot of those places how you go into a maze and it's all one theme and then you come out like oh it's the weird medical one right oh it's the like scary clowns one this was like one continuous that they bleed into they just become you're like in the weird land of like scary victorian and then all of a sudden it becomes like a weird murky swamp and it's just one continuous walkthrough with people jumping out but it was the highest quality. It was like one of those things where I was like, we're out nowhere. This is going to suck. We're out no. the city. It, it's all the people who were like, haven't made it to Hollywood yet. They're it like- was amazing. <laughs> and I was scared shitless. And I, uh, I truly, my heart was racing. It was an hour drive back, right? I got in bed and I was like, my heart is still racing. That's so funny. I could feel it. Did you watch The Haunting of Hill House? I watched the first episode, which is not that great. But I will say episodes three, four, five, and six are like, and seven has one of the, seven has a a scare that scared me so bad that I had chills for just 10 minutes afterwards. Because I heard it was really good and scary. And then I watched. The first episode's not really. And I would say it doesn't really end strong either. Well, it's, and it has to, because I was like, well, it's a pilot. It can't be great, but. Tim didn't want to watch anymore. I will say that episode four, five, and six were some of the best television. <gasps> okay. That's what I needed was for somebody to say like, oh, the first episode isn't great. It gets better. Yes. Okay. There's like some, maybe it's episode six where like they do some cinematography that's so impressive and like, <gasps> and it's like just like continue shots for like 18 minutes straight. Whoa. And that's, it's very impressive. It's so you, beautiful. Beautiful but I will say it's like, um, a lot of monologues ah well because there's a lot of story also i know this scary time of year is over but there was also another really really fucking good and i've talked about it uh uh, elsewhere but there's a netflix series called haunted oh and it is like you know like those ghost story ones where they do like a reenactment and it can be kind of lame this is the best they've done it the best way possible okay because they have the person who has an experience Uh and they're telling a story but they're sitting in a circle with friends and family (gasps) okay and they're telling them this story that is like truly like it's very clear it is traumatic the reenacting of it is done like I don't know, almost as good as like an American horror story. Like it's very high quality and like very spooky and scary. (gasps) And like, not to spoil it, but a lot of the endings when they're like, because you know, a lot of like scary things, they'll be like, and then it all was better. Right. And I just felt a sense of relief. That's not, they're like, and I'll never be whole again. Oh my God. It's definitely, it definitely feels like you're watching someone have a group therapy. It's not just this haunting story. It's like true trauma. How it affected them and their like relationships. And they they seem like broken, damaged people. I want to watch it. Well, that was the thing that it's happened. It's interesting. It's like I went to the the haunted maze. It scared the shit out of me. It was so fun. And then I like it was Halloween the next day and it was over. And I was like, oh, no, I just got here. Like I just now, got in the mood for it. Yeah. On like the 31st. I know. I'm like still like I want more scary stuff. I was like I could start the month now. And then I like truly thought of a bunch of really good costume ideas. And I was like, why didn't I give a shit all month? I don't know. It's because it's too hard. It's too hard. All right. Let's get into some. We news. have stuff. Yeah. First of all. It's a very important birthday. Two birthdays. Two birthdays. We have a couple. Let's a really big birthday stretch for the family. This is a horny time of year horny. for the Kardashian. Yeah, Chris, Chris was Houghton really family. horny around. Chris, yeah, Chris Houghton was very horny. Um, it is the this little window of our release week. Uh, it is Kendall's birthday. It was Kendall's over the weekend. Yes, it's her twenty third birthday. We wish Kendall happy birthday. And I would say, truly, more importantly, one Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner, Mama Jer. 
number Chloe, one. Did you see the videos that Chloe posted? Oh. Of her karaokeing like blind drunk. No one gets more shit faced than Chris Jenner gets <laughs> shit faced on her birthday. <laughs> it's I was you know that thing how you in like in our world you're like oh like we all know that it's like you don't ever really laugh really hard by yourself right and like I watched it this morning having coffee and I was started crying because it's like honestly she's been giving me great content she like that is and so fucking funny when she was on the Ellen show and they pranked <laughs> her they like had someone jump out like she's like walking backstage and there's like all this stuff stored back there and someone pops out of something and she almost like falls over a dolly into a uh, and guess who saves her Corey Gamble love of her life Corey Gamble saves there because he's like she can't break a hip that's it for her (laughs) at her age party's over that's done but he (laughs) saved her and she was fine and also Kim posted it on Twitter and was like I can't stop laughing at this and Rob retweeted it and said I'm so uh, my poor oh my god what if she had hurt herself like I was like Rob (laughs) you so sweet he's so sweet Uh, well I mean probably still awful but sweet to his mom yeah not in the headlines so we can be nice to him um but it truly i i mean that's really important guys to take a second and think about that if mj had not popped out chris we would have no kim and no courtney and no chloe and no kendall no No kylie Kylie. and no rob i mean we wouldn't have so much we would not have so much we wouldn't be sitting here so happy birthday chris happy birthday chris you made it all happen take a second and honor her yeah uh, uh, but truly, no one gets drunk. You can you uh, can really tell how old she is by how drunk she gets. Yes. Like, she doesn't get drunk like a, a young woman. She gets drunk like an old woman, where she just sort of, like, shrieks <laughs> yeah, in and yeah. starts... Scowly. Well, that's why it's making me laugh so hard, because Chloe was zooming in on her in this video and was just yelling over and over again, live your life. And she's, like, on the couch, like, rolling around, like, about to pass out, live your life. And someone else is screaming, she's not living, she's laying. I didn't... <laughs> they bring good. us a lot of joy well kyle richards and her husband mario <laughs> and f- the, the and uh, f- the uh the morally Resnick, corrupt the morally corrupt faye Faye Resnick, Resnick. who i've been hunting down to get on holly weird and i cannot get in touch with but i shall i if you shall get in hit jess up i will get faye Resnick. um uh, okay so we got a lot let's of news. see we got a lot of news should we attempt this blexit i think we can do, do a quick overview so we were talking about how we released early so we missed this blexit thing and if you don't know what it is you're lucky good for you but i'm gonna tell you anyway <laughs> so there came up upon some apparel was released a week ago mm-hmm. uh about a week ago exactly yeah um and it's called blexit which is the black exit from the democratic party and candace owen said that it was designed the logo design was by kanye right and so people thought it was like yeezy releasing online of blexit to like inspire the black youth of america to kind of exit. modeling after the brexit, brexit yeah uh, and then Kanye was like, no, 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 no. I introduced her to a designer who did not want his name attached. So uh. she used mine. And then Candace Owens is like, yeah, it's fine. I never said that. I mean, I said it, but I didn't say it. But we're friends we're now. Friends. I doubt it. I think that Kanye has been on lockdown. Yes. Well, because and this was what really prompted the big like 
tweet storm from Kanye about like my o- eyes are open now that I've been used and like that everybody read as like Kanye coming out of the Trump fog after right. the last couple weeks and it remains to be seen but Kanye has de- uh he's donated to uh, other politicians mm-hmm. in the Democratic Party uh, so like it's 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 a little unclear and you know it's you know as we're recording now tomorrow morning gonna go vote yes are you voting in the morning i already did it you did it good for you i did a work from home day last week and i was like uh remembered that i i'm registered as vote by mail and that every time i go because we have the same polling yes and um that it's always like a weird thing. I was going to ask if you wanted to get coffee and go. Oh, I want to try. I actually like kind of because Tim is doing that and walking over. Oh. And I and I had been like looking forward to it. But I just was worried because sometimes I'll have like a morning meeting that I don't put on my calendar. Right. Um, you could just be like, I can't. I have to vote. Well, I gave it. I was very proud of myself because uh, I manage a team of people. And today I gave a big speech to them because we have our Monday morning meeting. And I was like, I just want to say that everybody here needs to vote. I think in HR terms, I'm not allowed to tell you to do that. So I never told you to. But work cannot be a priority over voting tomorrow. And if it means you need to come in late or leave early, I don't care what you do tomorrow. You just have to go vote. And if yeah. stuff doesn't get done, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I think. I, well, this morning, because of stupid daylight saving, <sighs> I'm such a child or an old person that I was like, oh, my eyes like bleeded open at 630. And I Same. was like, oh, Same. I was so. very annoyed. Well, tomorrow will be very exciting at the polls and I want to hear So if about I'm going to wake up at 6.30 anyway, I might as well just like jump in the shower early and go over with some wet hair. And It'll then, be perfect time. It's LA yeah. and nobody gets up early. So you'll be... You'll, I'll be numero uno. And also like, I feel like our polling stations are never that busy. No. And I love ours. It's like very pretty inside. <laughs> I've never been to <laughs> oh, the... Oh, it's beautiful. It's a Masonic temple. Yeah. And it's... um Or Masonic hall. And it's like, looks like a Wes Anderson set. Like it's, I can't wait to see it. You're going to love Do it. Do you know that I was the recipient of the Masonic Lodge's Honesty and Integrity Scholarship in high school. I'm not surprised. And congratulations. Thank you. It was very creepy how I got it. (laughs) Just one day a man knocked on my door and (laughs) said, I would like to speak to Marcy Jarrow. Does she live here? And my mom let him into my 16-year-old bedroom (laughs) where we had a one-on-one interview (laughs) with an adult man I'd never heard of before. I did not apply for the scholarship. I'd never heard of it before. And he said, every year we pick a boy and a girl from the junior class okay to honor them with a scholarship and i've been doing interviews for the past few weeks and people speak very highly of oh, you oh that's nice at least it was really based off word of mouth what a creepy thing so i yeah i would not interview. if that was like my i'm like a grown woman and my, that's what my husband's doing like also my mom is insane to be like yep, yeah there's her bedroom go right on in <laughs> an um, award you say well go so, right in sorry that's i keep me, sorry. playing footsie with you so i got the award but to, to so the Masonic Temple in our in Baton Rouge was like an undisclosed location. So I remember we entered through one building, took an elevator all the way up to to the top, w- walked up some stairs to the roof, and then walked across a catwalk to another building to enter from there. Because it was secret. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's like a secret society. <laughs> and then we were not allowed into the temple until after their ceremony was over. But oh, my God. my friend who also received the scholarship, he, he said, my stepmom's got a gun just in case. Oh, my God. She was worried. <laughs> it was fine. It was very Well, you strange. survived and you men, know. adult men's clubs are weird. Um, um, all right. So, so then or we'll, we'll move. Oh, Kylie and Travis bought. They bought a house. The biggest. It's like. 
fucking mansion Beverly, in Beverly Hills. It's in Beverly Hills. Uh, Kylie Jenner and Travis bought a, a house. This is maybe a bad link. Allegedly, um, they went in 50-50. It's a 13. It's okay. Yeah, it, it, it sold for above $18.7 million. Um, that and was very they, sweet. They went 50-50. Very sweet of her to let him uh, put in on that house. Because that, you is, that really many think is meaningless. he gave her or right do you, i mean this house is stunning though it's very beautiful it is like it is i would say of all the homes this is the biggest and the nicest and it's yeah. in beverly it's in like the 90210 zip code fully. which is the most ex- expensive zip code in the united states am i not i'm pretty sure i i honestly i'm full of shit you guys so i loved it and i agreed with uh, it it's the Mom. most expensive zip code in america seven um, bedrooms 10 bathrooms 10 bathrooms it's all open and yeah it's in 90210 and 9680 square feet it's it is really a beautiful fucking marvel it's beautiful good, good on her little little stormy's gonna be swimming in that pool they're Can just you living a little domestic life who just got just like got to drinking age it is so wild to imagine like i mean it is so far from reality like the idea of being 19 or 20 and like you just exist in a world where you're capable of writing checks and looking at property like that like that is just but yeah i mean her her life she what's interesting to me now is that i found her so boring and i remember when life of kylie was on it it was like jesus christ i do not care about her right and honestly in the time since i'm like I would read this woman's memoir. This life is right. insane. I mean, it's only just begun. I know. I will say good. It is a smart move to make him go in 50 50 because his ass on the line for $9 million. <laughs> I bet he's going to really think twice about any kind of like, yeah, maybe, I don't know, young person, celebrity behavior that could be bad. Yeah. So I think this that's like a very adult smart. and she can buy him out like that. That's what I mean is I'm sure she was like, I yeah, mean, you know, cute. a billion dollars. Then we have, oh, this uh, this story made me laugh. Uh, Ray J is a fucking loser and will not shut the fuck up about Kim. Who I posted the same link. That's so funny. Just oh, you did? Keep going. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is yours at the bottom? No. Oh, oh go for it. Go okay. for it. Um, and basically, you know, there was a thing a couple months ago about Ray J like talking about Kim. And so there's a, uh, there's a new uh, rumor or a new thing where he claims Kim and I had fun times, marathon sessions, but she didn't like getting sweaty and would stop to do her makeup if she did. She liked to look dope during sex, the right lighting, setting the mood. She was wild. There was a red Louis Vuitton trunk of sex toys, which is hilarious. But then Kim said, uh, uh, the people were talking about it on Twitter and Kim said it shows that he's a pathological liar, but then said, you actually believe this story? It's too funny to me. Uh, and basically tried to like laugh it off. But it is just really crazy to me that yeah. like, I mean, obviously it's very transparent. It's like he's trying then, to like forever remind people like what he sees is like her well, then claimed he, like, irrelevance. Responded back with like, why oh, doesn't did? she just let me live? <gasps> oh, he did? Or something dumb like that. Ray it's just, J. Like, get over yourself. <gasps> that reminds me. I want, I mean, this is not Kardashian related, except for that Kim retweeted uh, Ariana Grande this weekend. Yes. So, everybody. I mean, 
I said it before in this podcast, and I'm sure he can be a lovely person in many ways, but Pete Davidson acted a fool about this whole relationship. He really did. He really did. He blew it. He publicized it. He put it on his show. So very proud. Like, how did a guy like me get a girl like that as pop star? Mm. Which is so dehumanizing to her. Yep. Um, to do that and like really like undercuts their whole relationship and engagement. So then they break up. Um, who knows exactly why, but then he does this fucking promo where he proposes to the musical guest for that week. Maggie Rogers, which is so rude. And then Ariana kind of went on a little tweet storm that was deleted, yeah. but basically said for someone who claims to not like relevancy, you sure are basking in it. Yeah. Um, and then 30 minutes before SNL premiered, Crazy. she dropped a single called thank you next which name checks him it's crazy and it's just like it's i'm so grateful for my ex thank you next it's the most it is the craziest power move i have ever seen in a breakup in history and like much has happened this has happened to me with a few pop stars lately like went from me being like writing off this like person who is 10 years younger than me as being like you know a child yeah to being like oh this is like a really powerful artist yeah and i like truly even before the song this weekend i was thinking about because i love her album i love sweetener and i was like thinking about the idea of like this woman this young woman who's like has all the child star baggage all that shit and then we literally literally watched her get sexually assaulted on stage by that reverend for what was that for uh it was aretha's funeral aretha's Aretha's funeral funeral. groping her on stage and keep in mind this woman has to carry around that people died at her concert like horrific death she has had such a hard life and her then her ex dies like this woman just should be himself. single if nothing else to just like heal and process her young life and everything like that is an insane amount of trauma to like that any one of those things that we just listed would make somebody like truly go crazy and become yeah. a reckless and the idea that you are like making great art being kind and forgiving, putting like I was truly but like bawling with things. It's what that makes song. it even more disgusting that he was being so like exploitive, exploit, yes. expo- exploitative, yes, exploit, exploit- exploitative, yeah, about their relationship in such a like they had like two sketches about it and like the premiere, He's- like that's so tacky. Also, like no one at SNL has got his back at all because they like are letting him do that but it is it just shows you like that is not the man for you because he cannot be your strength in a time when you need him he is a child keep it out of like you it made me gross it made me so disgusted and it made me like put a bad taste in my mouth about him well me Mm. too and that was why i thought it was like a very beautiful power move to like kindly leave him in the dust i tell you what i downloaded her i down it made me download that song and sweetener immediately it's sweetener is so good i, I gave never, her my money i've never been an ariana head and i went nuts and i was like it's so good her music is great and i was like oh this good is good on you we love her um what else seems interesting? that's kind of a, oh there's a todd green's lip kit <laughs> what <laughs> is that real yes wait for uh chris's birthday kylie's gift uh, or was sort of perceived as a kid because you know you know there was the chris kylie collab uh uh-huh. so she released this one-off um for chris's birthday and it's a lip kit and the color is called todd crane oh that's so funny 
and she's pretty funny it's very funny i went down the rabbit hole and watched a bunch of because this story had a bunch of real like of the clips of it and i was like this is a really good running joke and it made me happy the show's funnier than i ever want to remember that it is um but that's it i think and then oh, oh the other thing is the kardashian costumes I, I made a section called the kardashian costume it's a roundup. roundup question mark roundup i like that you like make a bold move you literally put it in bold and then questioned it because i was like yeah we know do we have to talk about them all i it don't was know. such a boring year for them no big smashes i did really enjoy that kim dressed up as oh, pamela anderson so and then could not believe that a bunch of teenage children 20 year olds and 19 year did not know who pamela anderson was it was so funny just like she did, it was very funny of her to post all night her going up to people the way she did it was funny of going up to everybody and ha- and just their faces all trying to pretend that they knew kim you're old it made me feel better because i was like i put you know that to remember that like because kim just like she's old it's okay she can also be a hot perfect queen with everything in the world but like she's a lot older than those people i think something that like spoke to me or like that i thought was that maybe just dressing up as another celebrity while you're already dressed up as your own celebrity every day it's not enough for halloween like you're just putting on wake up in a different wig like yes like you're not doing anything did i say wake up or makeup (laughs) i heard wake up but i knew what you meant i you're just putting on makeup yeah and a different wig next year go as something gory yes oh my god if they actually be queen of the damned go be Aaliyah and queen of the damned she just likes being other hot women really no do something interesting at least Kylie did stormy weather. That was so cute. That was really cute. Oh, we were laughing though because in her Pam costume, she definitely uh Kim definitely gave herself white face. Oh boy. She maybe that she was trying to <laughs> She or? definitely did. I looked really close. She like whited her face up and That's it made me laugh so hard. Very funny. Uh, Kylie did something really interesting where she played different Barbies. I thought that was oh she did I only saw like the one Barbie yeah she did a couple different versions of Barbie in the box oh that's fun it's so funny that like part of Halloween for them is like really rich elaborate costumes and props that have nothing to do with going anywhere right like that are just in their mansions for a photo shoot and then it's over and And it's like well then it was just a photo shoot who gave them all the I mean I know that Victoria's Secret gave them the wings but what did they do and why well there was a a Jezebel had an article trying to get to the bottom of it because they all did tag Victoria's Secret and they were trying to figure out if it was a version of like sponsored content you know like if it was SponCon and it was like because they didn't go anywhere it was just like what was this for exactly and it's very fishy like yeah and also like it's so I don't know like Courtney gave, they gave her a high-waisted like Oof. what do you call those things that strap your garter garter belt, belt? no yeah I think yeah. it's a yeah, well, yeah because it was like but it looked bad what are those things I know what you mean it the didn't only, look good on her but the real winner Kylie looked dumb too I, I just didn't I think it's just like they haven't gotten the memo that like uh playboy mansion look is just like not that cool i think anymore you know and like the way that like if you follow paris hilton like she hasn't gotten the memo and she's like i'm a hot blank i like every halloween what paris wears is so funny because it's just like a more expensive take on those like bagged like crappy costumes and it's so she just like it's fine everybody i like looking hot on halloween it's fine but it's like they they just i don't think know that it's like 
all you have to do is also add something like spooky or interesting. You can put still a little blood on your mouth. You're done. You're done. At least Kendall did like spooky, sexy wig. She was just wearing like a yeah. negligee and a witch hat. Yes. And little, I was like, okay, this works. That's the real fine. winners though were the kids and the <gasps> best of them all. Oh my gosh. Guys, you are officially a, uh, not a human if the if the photos of saint and rain, rain. June in oh, their little i mini, love it oh i love it costumes i i have gone back multiple times because it's so cute. big and then saint is smiling there when the video <laughs> when rain falls over he falls forward because it's too boxy he couldn't move his soul cute it made me want to have kids so bad it Ugh. was they're so happy in and those then costumes. we have was it penelope and north dressed as fiji and yeah, perrier in the snl costumes oh i like that they were really sweet that's so cute it was so sweet but that's it those are all the co- they did a lot and of then costumes. chris's cleopatra she looked amazing she looked amazing um should we get into this episode? oh also we forgot oh, oh. we got to call out her friend so she instead and deleted a story of saying the Kim saying the R word. <gasps> oh, that's right. Because people weren't recognizing her as Pam Anderson. And she's like, what is everyone blank? Like she said the R word. Yes. And we're not saying that now. And I'll say this because I work in an environment where a lot of people were teens or tweens in the nineties. And for us of a certain, like, I'm technically a millennial. Um, Me so, too. Um, but like for the <laughs> for the generation, what is the generation right above us? X? No, or Y? Or they are Z? Or that are younger than us? Uh, older. Older like, is ju- X. like yeah, the one that we just missed. I think it's X. Generate yeah for that generation X. Like my sister, those Gen Xers, um, saying the R word which is a, a slur for mentally disabled mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. or I don't know what the proper term is. I is ever changing, but like, yeah, you know, we get it. Um, that we, people just said it all the time in the nineties. Like it was just something you always said, like people, and it, it, it was never thought of as like offensive, like, and obviously it is like, we just didn't know we were kids. We didn't know. Yeah. So like, the, but there's a generation of people who have not gotten the memo. Right. And it's like you can in their brains. That. And you're like, no, you have to figure it out. You I can't. had to tell someone today that they were not allowed. Uh, granted, there are a bunch of TV shows with the title Gypsy. Yeah. You can't say that. It's a slur. And I, I just said it. I should bleep it. But you know what I mean? Like you can't say the G word about Romani people. So mm-hmm. I remember learning that uh, my mom yelled at me because I used there's a word when I was I remember being a um, in elementary school and I heard the word that's like if somebody you know sh- yeah short changes you, you yeah uh and I said it to my mom and she almost slapped me because my mom was really mad <gasps> that's good she was she was so upset she so was like woke. never say that and I was like woke mom my mom is so woke all right let's get let's to this, this episode app. this is a big one okay so oh. what are my storylines I mean there's the big huge huge guy which is well the, it's sort of intertwined which is the birth and Tristan Yes, the birth, Tristan, and then we have uh, Kendall, Kendall and, and Scott, Scott are buds, and then we have Kim wants to go to a reunion. Kim wants something. Kim annoying. Wants something. Kim's annoying. I will say that I who are her. Oh well, I don't want to bounce around, but in the first scene, 
when the kids are at the trampoline zone yeah with unky unky food guy unky food guy <laughs> unky food god and courtney uh they are not it's so funny to watch <laughs> stink face mason and penelope just sit on the side and she's like they'll be like that for two minutes they're so courtney's kids oh my god what and scott's too mm-hmm. like what little brats i mean we literally like a few scenes later see scott like on a a quad ATV, like checking his phone. Bo, we're recording at my house tonight. My cat was just tearing up a chair. I loved it. Bo, he's a handsome prince. He doesn't give a shit about us. I love him though. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, so what storyline should we go to first? I think Kindle and Scott. Yeah, right? that's what I think. A lighter start. One, isn't it so funny that because Courtney's not filming much this season, they gave Scott a much bigger role and they're like, well, I guess with Kendall. It's true casting where you're like, okay, they're like, who do we got? Who do we got? Who we got? No, Courtney's out. Uh, Chloe's in Cleveland. I guess, though, it does make sense that Scott is the closest thing she has to a brother that she sees because her other brothers are like all fucking weirdos. I mean, it was, they did a lot of work to let us like, they were like, Excuse me, I burped. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> to try to like, yeah, it's weird. It's, no. it's, it's we're becoming friends because everyone else is having babies. And there was this long conversation about it, and it's I was like, like, Scott, you have babies too. Yeah, and also like, it's, and you're dating a baby, and we. Oh, that makes sense that he would hang out with a child oh. because that's like she's like a little bit more mature version of his girlfriend, and they have to know each other. Oh yeah, Sophia and and Kendall. <gasps> That's what this is. This is that he's hanging out with Kendall because Sophia's friends with Kendall. Social circle. So they kind of have this thing where first they're touring her like mansion that's under construction, and then they're talking about. He's like, like, "You gotta get this TV recess." Oh, he loves doing. He wants to be an interior designer so bad. (laughs) Him, that's like him and Courtney's greatest bond is they think that they have good taste. Yeah, they're snobs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then they they decide that they're into like heart racing shit. Yeah. So they first try these like atvs and it's really funny it's a fu- funny shot to me of like it, i've never done those they look really fun we had some when i was a, a kid and the rule was you can't drive the four-wheeler until you're seven marcy <laughs> <laughs> so i wasn't allowed to drive it until i turned seven years old well, and then I, I was allowed and i would just go off for hours really they wouldn't say go through a tank of gas <laughs> i've i don't no, no helmet I just know them as like people have gotten really like oh. celebrities have gotten like really injured and died. They're on so them. dangerous. It's crazy. Not until you're seven, Marcy. I, I love how arbitrary seven is. Well, that's when you're mature enough to drive a four wheeler. <laughs> and I like lived in the woods, like on a creek and hills. Like it's not a good idea. So cute. I, I have a, such a specific memory of being in like third or fourth grade with my friends screaming born to be wild <laughs> as we <laughs> as we wrote a four-wheeler anyway what uh, a beautiful mental a picture real, like no that was a beautiful thing that you gave me thank you um no they i've never written them and so i was loving it and it made me laugh so hard though because scott just like is checking his phone at one point and he's just sitting on the quad and it's great because kendall is <laughs> zooming around Doing in the donuts. background with it's- her one arm in the air kendall is feeling Feeling it, and so then we get to the next immediate heighten that that wasn't enough adrenaline for we them. Gotta go. We gotta heighten. We're we- adrenaline junkies. This is the story: is that we're best friends now, and we love adrenaline. And they went straight to the top. In by top, <laughs> I mean the sky, and they uh, went skydiving. I will say, I can barely believe that someone with a with a she's 
called like labeled anxiety disorder would think she can jump out of a plane it was she's lucky she didn't pass out i couldn't i was i did you think she was gonna do it i was um, I, I was probably i thought 90% she might not do it because i, I sure really was wasn't. like she suffers from anxiety she's gonna have she's gonna have a crippling panic attack until the guy up there was like uh uh uh, uh. he just kept inching her out they played it really well it was actually like very riveting television i was very worried they were gonna force her to do it and then i was gonna be upset with them for like making her do something she physically wasn't comfortable well, with. i'm sure that that's like such a big part of that job yeah. is that they like can't you know like i'm sure in terms of like legality it can never not be like their choice what an expensive shot though oh my god like not only do you have to jump out of an airplane do you two of your stars you also have to have them they're hooked to someone and then two cameramen too and do you think the cameramen were like normal no they couldn't have been they could they had to be i bet they were special camera yeah they had to be so like then they they also had a shot of like they had a shot facing the plane of the plane opening and them coming out which means they had a second plane or a helicopter or something i thought they had like a little gopro up there when they're outside and you're like the shot there's a shot you see the plane and that big hangar part open that they like when they're up in the sky oh so i think it was like an enormous shoot yeah crazy. that's crazy it's insane and i mean they, they got money to burn on this they show. did it and it was very thrilling i forgot that it's like i have 0.0 interest in skydiving it is no. the furthest thing there was not even like a latent itch bungee jumping and skydiving to me and i obviously like we know lots of people and friends that have done it and to me and i don't think they're crazy but I truly, you know what the, I do, I, one of my friends from high school, um, this is going to sound mean, but she is always like a, like a woman who really absorbs the like hobbies and interests of the men she dates. Uh And she dated a guy in her twenties who was really into skydiving and wanted, was like training to become an instructor. And she just like got into skydiving and we were all like, what and every weekend she'd be like yeah i'm going out to the tunnel and it was like the tunnels where you practice and then she became someone who just went skydiving every weekend and i was like i guess i just have to prepare for you to be dead like you know i also feel well people who do extreme sports you know what happens when your significant other like hurts themselves doing it then they break up with you for it (laughs) like i've heard a story about like Oh gosh, who someone like was dating a guy who was like really into like uh, skydiving, extreme sports, and yeah. then like I forget what he did, but he did something that caused him to break his back, and then <gasps> was a paraplegic. Fuck! And she's like, "Yeah, I can't do this. Bye bye." And I was like, "That's hard <laughs> to break up with someone after that." But he was like, "I understand. I did this to myself." What an insane! I just, I uh, yeah. It's, terrible bodies are just bags of bones and organs and it's a little risky to me to have that much confidence i will say the, the most amazing part so like there's well i don't i kind of want to split it up a little bit but okay the most amazing part of kendall and scott skydiving is that on the ride home that's when the news broke yes. of the cheating of the tristan cheating scandal so chloe's been in cleveland this whole time she's with malika she's on a birthing ball she's like i'm so warm and ready for my baby it's this Just like, like belly <sighs> caressing it like, really was giving me this like horror movie style feeling and i think they obviously did it on purpose but this impending dread of just like and there's a shot of her like 
in the their closet with all his basketball shoes behind her head and his like monogrammed ba- bag <sighs> with TT next to her feet and, and she's like videoing and I was just like Ooh, this is so brutal. It's it giving hard. me goosebumps to remember it. And she we'll talk about the Twitter part of it after. But um so the shot this is one of the most amazing composition shots they've done or or or, or like cut twos of like Kendall and Scott finding out. Then we go to Kim finding out. Courtney. Kylie. Kylie. Did they show Chris with the moment she found no. out? I don't think her, but it is just like everyone is just like like the the way Kim reacted, like it almost made me start crying immediately. That Kim was like, uh, she was so taken aback, and then she just like got up. Ugh, it got me. It got me good. Uh, the whole thing made me cry because it's like the whole thing. We're made- both ball- we're about to we're tearing I, up right now. It's so horrifying it's and like so they, horrifying, and especially like we're so deep in with this family, and they love each other so much and they love Chloe so much and you can tell it's really hard on them that she's gone and that she's in Cleveland and that that's so obviously for him yeah uh and I'm you can sense it that it's really hard on them and it's like can you imagine the like blinding rage of that moment and Mm -hmm. that they're already and you see it as the episode goes on like they're so clearly scared about like how this is going to work and the having the baby in Cleveland and this thing of flying her doctor out on a plane yes it's such a to-do that was clearly set in motion you know like that's i'm sure always been the plan and it's like can you imagine i hope there was at least a backup doctor in cleveland yeah i'm sure i'm sure that's so dumb like i mean what a life of luxury too dumb though because too many factors too many factors and it's like but you just like think about any it's where the show really is the most like and it's kind of what kim says in that weird little interview scene with those students later where it's like that is the part of the show that is so intense and the heart of it, which is like we all every woman knows someone who another woman who's been hurt and you've heard it and you've been like sick. Yes. And it's like and you feel it and you're like, fuck. And it's like you watch them have that moment. And you also know that they're thinking because of the world they live in. They know press wise they're thinking about like. So, you know that they're like their brains are spinning about the way their fame intersects with that yes and it's like they don't even just get to live in the world of like my sister got cheated on and is about to is days away from having a baby to relive this is unbelievable to it, remember that it was it hit the news and she had the baby the next day right it was like seven months ago it's insane it's insane and that kylie was the one who was like i'm gonna tell her the baby it, Kylie did it because I think Kylie felt the closest to her because she had just had her baby. Yes. And so she's like, she has to know. And it's like, well, there's no way to shield it from her. So like, yes, of course she has to know. Can you imagine? Can you? Oh, it really like. And then just watching them all gear up to go to her. It was really. Ugh, I'm very. PMS-y it's why we week. love them. It was so emotional. And it's why like. Yes. Uh, just women are amazing and sisters are amazing. And like that everything <laughs> stops down and that it's just about like we rally around her and she's like, Oh my God, it was such an emotional episode for me. I was really crying because it really is like you're, she's so alone. And you know that like that family, the thing they most know how to do is smother and support. And it's like, they can't physically get to her fast enough. And it is so heartbreaking that they're like literally racing and they have all this fucking money so they can, you know, charter planes, but that it's like the heart of it is them being like real people who like a daughter is in pain, a sister is in pain and that they are doing everything. Trying to figure out, can we get you back here? Like what's going to happen? That whole part where she was trying to figure out how to get the fuck out of there. When Kim was like, 
tell me what you want me to do and I will make it happen. Like, do you want me to get a plane? I will get a plane. I was like, that's a big sister there. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we're going to cry now. So she goes into labor, um, just days like a day after this news yeah. breaks. And I think they do all get there. It's a kind of like a to be continued because it's part two is next week, right? Yes, yes. But the conversation that Malika and Kim have where Ugh, Malika's airport. like, I want us all to be cool. Malika's <laughs> like, hi guys, I am the mediator. Hi, I'm Malika. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Um, the baby is mine. I will raise the baby. So I will be raising the baby with Chloe. Finally, <laughs> all my plans are coming true. Uh, okay, so Kim, I told, I told Chloe, I can handle Kim and I was like Kim's gonna kill you uh, and then Kim was like I'm just gonna look at him this was so cute and do like <laughs> practicing like, their looks all together like oh yes I like that oh I like I that. like that. yes yeah. I like that I was like these so lame and so very dark. nice too it was, made were, me laugh so much it was just really cute because you could tell that they were like it's what i loved about that scene is that they knew that they all knew that it's most important for us to be there and not stress her out and that like it doesn't matter but that they were like yes so we won't and we will be cool but i'm gonna look at him and i'm gonna, and I'm gonna fucking tell him and yeah. it's like they are so angry and i was like i was looking at kim and i was like can you imagine what it feels like to have women this powerful and rich this like you yeah. to be the fucking center of the dartboard to Chris fucking Jenner and Kim Kardashian and that they're like fuck you like Do you know what I think oh. hurts me the most and it is like the great gender dynamic is that like to be the most powerful richest women that like that Tristan probably knows and to still be like just something that you can toy with and fuck like Beyonce that you can take these women and treat them. And I'm sure rich and powerful men get cheated on and treated bad too. But I think the way that it happens to men, Bo, did you join the podcast? Hi, and stuff on the it just handsome. is like, it really like, like it's it hits home that like for women, there is no security great enough to save you from the cruelty of men. I think that's why like that was what, you know, I think, what Beyonce did with her albums like blew people's minds and the vulnerability to yeah. be able to show like hey look me too like not the me too me too but like also also it can happen to it anyone. can happen I'm I'm Beyonce I'm <laughs> Khloe Kardashian I have all the things that you lay in bed at night thinking that if you had XYZ it would, wouldn't happen if you to had you. my body if you had my hair if you had my and it's not know, true no I'm just a lady the, and I, Khloe there's no woman in the world who treats a partner better than chloe does is he bothering you no it's so sweet he's on the other side of this little curtain it's so cute (laughs) he was rubbing against me um it's really important and profound and i uh really really give them credit for like showing what they showed and like i think people probably saw it but on you know chloe posted about it on her instagram also well but yes but i was gonna say that the fact that she said i want this to still be a joyful time for tristan is the most mature it's just like pete and ariana women have an unending ability it's like we're talking about last week like the deepness of women's empathy is like enough to make me marcy has the mic up he didn't like the way it smelled well he's a fool I think it's such a testament to like, and I know there are lots of men with lots of empathy. And so, you know, but I think it's like, it's just like, yeah, 
it really really shows so yes she was i could not believe like i can't i can't imagine going through it and then having to rewatch it well so she i think she maybe she took it down or she had it on twitter but she put a post up that was like so honest about um what it's like to watch that and then she like interacted a lot with people on twitter about this episode um and it is really interesting because i am sort of feeling sensing that a breakup is coming yeah it feels like the way that the bali trip with none no he hasn't been in any photos i mean maybe it is that we were talking about it's like maybe it's just like it's like less haters in her captions and makes her life easier. But cause that's what she says. Yes. But, but also like think about the scene that they left included where Chris, MJ and Kim are having like a tete a tete about how like once a cheater, always a cheater. There's no coming back from this. The, the fact that they included that in the final cut of the episode, they wanted him to see like, there's nothing he will, he will always be this way. Yes. That's exactly. It's like, it's uh, yeah so she she co- she posts i love filming for the show and i'm proud that we we're all strong and brave enough to be vulnerable but we have to start oops oh this is just in response but we have to start airing shows closer to real time this episode is about seven months old and it's a lot to relive all over again but maybe i need to but on she like if you guys hop on her twitter she literally is like chatting with people yes she's like responding to people this one person says uh to uh, at chloe like it's just watching this with you and then chloe wrote he probably should huh yes <sighs> she said tonight's episode is an uncomfortable and super emotional one for me but when we signed up for this show over a decade ago we signed up for a reality show which means showing you guys inside our lives the good the bad and the ugly to relive these moments all over again is incredibly difficult emotionally but i also hope that with every trial tribulation trail tribulation and curveball life throws at us that we all get to learn from our journeys amidst the you know she loves this also, kind of shit this other person are you yeah that's it, that's it. wrote uh you sisters are so logical and supportive i quite honestly would have had my boots on and actually going to fight which i know can make the situation worse it's good they were calm for you and then chloe responded oh well thank god cameras were not thank god a camera was not with me in cleveland i won't put in writing what i did but let's just say he's lucky i was nine months pregnant oh my god i wonder what that is well they say in the episode she kicked him out of the house oh yes so and then there's this last one say it was all well and good that this makes for good tv someone writes to chloe but this is birth of your first child yes they signed up for the show and publicity but there are certain things where common decency should prevail just my opinion i'm so sorry at chloe kardashian and she wrote thank you love i appreciate that but he made it public not us so i had to publicly deal with it because of because of this, shaking my head. Fair enough. Chloe. Do you do you think she's going to leave him? I hope. I mean, eventually she will. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. Right? It feels, it feels, I feel it coming very soon. Because I just don't even see him. Her. She, there was this time where I felt like she was like posting photos of the two of them and kind of trying to ease him back into her social media. Yeah. Maybe it's just because of the timing of this episode. Maybe, yeah. I bet like there's a possibility that we'll see after next Sunday or even like leading up to the episode. Like, yeah, the, but we're here and we're fine. Yeah. You know, like maybe it is just to tease out sort like, of the like the Courtney of uh, like, you know, the, the sisters and Courtney. Totally. But boy, they are really like, they knew they had to get better ratings and they are doing it. I mean, this is heartbreaking. It's really, really like that they actually give us this like real time. I mean, I haven't read Mariah's take. I have no idea if any of it was staged, but uh, 
I that it feels at least so real yeah. and that so you're like my heart was racing and this thing of just like them finding out that she goes in the labor and oh, I was laughing when because Chris flips out and like when <laughs> I, she flips the fuck out and I've she never really fully. I've never really seen her get that wigged out no, that fast she, which is her, it's her baby you yeah. know it's like I can't imagine but I was laughing so hard she's like, like shit, shit, <laughs> shit, shit. <laughs> when after she leaves when Courtney and Kim are or I think, yeah are talking to Chloe on the phone and the way they like immediately are shit talking Chris gave me this rush of what it's like to have a sister yeah, Chloe and was that like, you're like it's not a yeah. big deal and mom was like oh shit oh shit and they all <laughs> laughing about chris when it's like everyone's just dropped it's, it's all this drama it's, it's all this so drama funny. but i was like oh sisters are so great in the way that that is like a, such a moment i've had a thousand times of like thank you mom yeah it's okay i'll be fine getting on the phone and calling your sister and being like mom's crazy <laughs> <laughs> you can't trust a family no no one talks more shit behind your back than your family oh my sweet lord i have to not think about it like oh, I, I actively can't. choose to not think about no it. one is speculating more on your shit than your family no, no one's speculating 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 well i think i did it well uh, other than that it was just her stupid uh need to go to a reunion i think yeah the- oh my god we can't not talk about her dumb friends yeah what? who are these new bitches i mean so i'm sorry rem- i shouldn't say that no so i remember she did this who whole are they this i mean she posted a bunch because i maybe she had some like makeup reunion i'm not sure how this worked but there was a stretch of time like about a month ago where she had a whole night out that was like my reunion with my best girl no but those girls are new friends <gasps> oh oh i know who you're talking about those two girls who are they? those girls okay i have a lot to say about them those two girls are um i believe that they are from I met them. I think you met them on the like Wags show, that like wives and girlfriends show. I kn- I know nothing of them. So, so they're they're from I think another show. But I looked them up because they are about to have their own show on E. Okay. I was so looking this up. This was a crossover to introduce yes, those us? two, like Natalie and Courtney or whatever they're called. Because I was looking up stuff about Busy Phillips's show, uh-huh. and like, then in the slate of shows came up that that it got ordered with. And I was like, who are these two women? And it was like making it. So they have some, I think, reality show coming. And I was like, hmm, who are these women? And I was like, I think these are just these crazy women from, I'm pretty sure it's Wives and Girlfriends. It's some other reality show. Listeners will know. Well, one of the women has had quite a lot of nose jobs. They are crazy looking. They're crazy looking. They make Kim look like down and natural. So those two like pieces of cardboard personality wise have their own show and they're like drink him we'll tell you what to do go to your reunion you gotta get drunk you gotta get drunk drink sucky they're like that's what moms do oh my god they were the worst i hate the mom alcoholism coolness speaking thing. of busy phillips went recently had a big quote about it that i actually thought was like very bold that no she was like i think it is not funny and i hate it and i want it to go away and was like yeah, I do I not think- like this thing about like and if you follow busy she's like you know she drinks she's like so openly like oh, I'm hungover I had a crazy night she is by no means like a judgy mom about drinking but, but like she the was wine like- on the playground thing like that's scary it's it's veered into this like whoa we're talking about really unhappy women yeah on a level and like that's a total judgment i'm not a mom but it's like yeah we might get some heat for this but you know it just i think i I know as a babysitter i would have never drank it like i could have a drink at work uh, like a lunch 
you know, a lot of jobs, but not as a babysitter. To me, it's less about even the drinking itself and as more more about the like forever laughing at the like, ha ha ha, right? Because we all need 30 gallons, right? And you're like, well, but hang on, you know, like yeah. it's just, it's become a bit um like, and then like anything, it's just a little bit of like a weird trope. I will say, but I don't have kids, kids and seem I, hard. I don't get to judge and I'm an asshole because I don't have kids. So drink all you want. Did I tell you that on Halloween before I went to go see my ex roommate meth head that <laughs> I had made sure to turn the lights off because I was like, I don't want any trick or treaters coming. I don't have anything. Oh, for yes, them. yes. And then Nicole arrived at my house at like 830. So I turned the light on for her to walk inside and then forgot to turn the light off. Within five minutes, I hear chicka <gasps> and i was like i no. opened the door and went oh no <laughs> i was afraid of this happening i'm so sorry i don't have anything for you <laughs> what about these great bananas i thought about giving squash? them candles i don't know if ninja turtles like candles <laughs> candles <laughs> i'm terrified of trick-or-treaters I, I screamed oh. in their faces and said, oh, I was afraid this would happen. I was afraid this would happen. You well, ruined my night. All that happens is she, Kim is like very hung up on her 20 year I think reunion. she does go though. She, well, so yeah, I don't know if it ended maybe up just getting next, rescheduled. Maybe or because, it's next week. We yeah. See it. But there was definitely, I feel like maybe she goes for the baby and then gets back in time for her reunion. I just don't understand. It's I just th- making, I think that's what's going to happen though. Is I it think like, you're right. Because the baby happened like midweek. Yes. And, and then, then the, the reunion it's friday night well i'll tell you one thing i don't give a shit about her no i don't want to see those girls again Uh, i was like this is what happens when chloe's in cleveland and courtney doesn't want to work yeah we're really working with the b squad i mean they had to really go cast some background they like they they, like got got some background actors and like upgraded them those women get their own show what is happening what is happening i love kim being like we are friends and i like you also larsa pippen's getting a divorce i saw finally she can be with courtney they can be together. I hope she gets money this time. I know. Last time he like took away all of her credit cards. So Scotty she, Pippen. Yeah. Oh no. I bet you that's like what's taken so long is just figuring. I think that she out. only maybe maybe she only reconciled to get it like straightened out. I mean, she can't. Yeah. She probably needed to buy some time to I mean, get a better lawyer. It's either that or we're gonna see a, a Larsa spinoff. I will any say day now. she doesn't seem like an awesome person. I'm with you. Okay. Well, we release new episodes every Wednesday. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcast please rate and review we mean it help us, help us. Check, out, check out our twitter instagram like our facebook page email us corrections comments and kardashian run-ins at cardishonit at gmail.com thanks so much for listening goodbye hi i'm sunny hots Listen to my new show, Mystery Solver, where we solve the mysteries in my crazy life. I know what you're thinking. Another formulaic podcast ad. But what if there was a mystery to solve in this very promo? Sonny, we don't have time for that. Just tell them to subscribe wherever they get their podcast. Oh, shoot. Well, the solution was I don't remember stealing her car because I was sleepwalking. Campfire. 